Nom 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 mumbo 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 mumbo. Hey, this is Mumble Podcast, where we turn the art of mumbling into the skill of learning English. Okay, three, two, one. Hi there, it's me, Dalgat, hosting another episode of Mumble Podcast. I hope you are doing good and already back to your regular routine right after the New Year holidays. Huh? Tell me if you've got any New Year resolutions. New Year, new me, huh? So put a hashtag, New Year, new me, and let the world know what you're going to achieve this year. No matter whether it's on Insta, on Facebook, VK, whatever. Talking about me though, I'm going to fully focus on the podcast production. Guys, I'm going to release tons of episodes, so stay tuned. And all of these stu- episodes going to be stuffed with up-to-date vocabulary so you can fill up your vocabulary tank. Huh? Doesn't that sound fascinating? To me, it does. So um, today, today um, I'm just going to read the words out and I hope you will guess what, we, what this episode is going to be about. Again, I'm alone in my pot room, so The Rock, Uncle Sam's Devil's Island, or Halcatraz. So yeah, as you might have already guessed, today we are going to talk about Alcatraz. Um, and I personally, today, I want to I wanna plunge into the world of criminals and um, penitentiary system of the U.S. date back between 1934 in 1963 so these years those years Alcatraz was was alive and was on fully function um, yeah actually uh, during between 1934 and to 1963 the rock housed bank robbers gangsters kidnappers and killers repeatedly some of the toughest and most incorrigible federal convicts of America can you just imagine that? You know how tough that place was. So actually, I, I I've been there. I I went there while when I was in San Francisco. So for those who do not know, Alcatraz um, is in is sort of like it's a, basically it's a, it's an island uh, in San Francisco Bay, um, and uh, I've been there uh, despite that it's been like. Sixty-ish, fifty-ish years since it was, it was shut down. Um, still, you being there, you feel, you feel, and looking at those um, cells, you 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 feel how horrible it was there. You know, um, I'm not just trying to, um, like act, come up, come out, uh, maybe supportive towards the prisoners. In fact, they, they must have been, you know, they must have been, um, like, horrible themselves. But still, oh, yeah, it's really, it was, it, it was really hard to me just to be there. And I can't just imagine how it might have been with all of those guys uh, being, being prisoned there for 10, 20, 30 years, you know. So, um... Just talking about the prisoners, though, the island's roster of felons included Al Scarface Capone, 
George Machine Gun Kelly. So in the um uh the murderous Joe Kratzer, so and many other other guys. Um uh, now they are famous infamous I would say. Um talking about Capone, for example, the film The Scarface was um, somehow like inspired by his story of being a gangster, as you know he was a gangster. Um yeah, but However, though, I want to focus on most striking, at least to me, again, story of three, but actually four escapees that managed to get away from famously known as escape-proof uh, penitentiary Alcatraz. But first off, as always, we're going to go through the words I've got for you today. So let's get started. All right, let's go through the words I've got for you all. So, um... And the, the first, I've got a bunch of a bunch of phrasal verbs. We're gonna go through first, and then we're gonna look at the regular words uh, we're going to come across later on uh, while I'll be reading the text. Actually, I've got the text; it's it's uh, scripted out. So, the first one to break out—that's um, a phrasal verb um, to break out, which basically means to escape from a place or situation. So, if you you know if you've been caught by something by rain let's say or so something like that you, you you're supposed to break out of there um, in our context it's used uh, this freight verb is used or like um, while I'm talking about the SKPs uh, talking about the um, these um, four guys the next one to get away which is you know, which is pretty close to, in terms of the meaning, it's pretty close to breaking out. So to get away basically means to leave or escape from a person or a place often if it is difficult to do this. So basically, if you imagine uh, a situation basically where, which is dangerous um, and uh, let's say, um, um, say, if you were to see a lion you know, somewhere in Africa, in, in 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 during while you were doing the safari, and you, for some reason, you were left out, and the, if you were to see a lion, so you would definitely have to um, get away, and it it's you know, um, obviously right. Apparently, it's very difficult to do because lion is much faster than you, and lion is much smarter. I'm joking. So um, to rack something up, to rack up, um, you know, it's a pre. It's in comparison to the previous uh, two phrasal verbs, this one is not um, is not common. Actually, is not common. So to rack some to rack something up um, basically means to gradually get more points. You know, um, say now these days all of these gamified applications to be healthier. They are getting more and more popular. So, and there, according to, um, according to the sort of a scenario there, right? You you're supposed to rack up some bonuses. Oh, for those as you are language learners, um, you must have already used um, Duolingo, which is for some people amazing application though. So, and there, well, as long as you play, you rack up some bonuses. You rack um, up some points and the money, coins, whatever. So the next one uh, is to break into. Uh, to break into means to force your way into something. 
I've got an example like he's had his apartment broken into twice. So um, so far we've got two phrasal verbs with break to break out and to break into. First, right, the former, to break out means to escape from a place, to break into, to force your way into something like you say, like robbers do, right? They break into somebody's house or they break into uh, a bank, okay? They break into. So um, the next one, my favorite, and it's pretty common here in the U.S. Uh, to wind up. It's an irregular verb to wind, uh, which um, means to find yourself in an unexpected and unusually unpleasant situation, especially as a result of what you do. Like, um, if you if he keeps doing stuff like that, he's going to wind up in prison. So to wind up, um, like I said, it's a it is uh, irregular verb, an irregular verb. Um, so it's the second and third forms go like uh, wound up, W-O-U-N-D-U-P, uh, wound up, so wind, wound, wound up. Well, the next one, so the next list we've got just regular verbs and, and words I've got, so to hatch a plan, to hatch a plan, which means, it means uh, to make a plan, especially a secret plan, so hatch like H-A-T-C-H, to hatch a plan. Um, the next expression um, came from the French language. Um, paper, paper mache, or British English says um, paper, pape mache. Um, I'm not that sure about the you know pronunciation, honestly, but I do spell it like p a p i e r mache, like paper mache so paper mache it's like a piece of paper mixed with glue or with flour and water used to make decorative objects or models okay that's a uh, paper mache uh the next one that's a verb uh to uh to scooper so to scooper basically means to sink your own ship on purpose so that that was back in 19th 18th centuries when um, um, like let's say um, ships were way more popular than they are today right so they were these were seems might have been more and more uh, frequently used like to scooper to sink your own ship on purpose uh, now I've got an idiom for you all uh, I love it this idiom it goes to swing into action, to swing into action. Sounds like a verb though, but it's an idiom. To swing into action means to quickly start working. Okay, um, what that actually means. So let me just look at um, uh, Cambridge Dictionary, which I've got, which I use regularly. To swing into action, and so according to Cambridge Dictionary, it says that, um, yeah you to quickly start working um and it says like um you know say something that you've been planning over and over but now you start working quickly like the police and fire department um oh it's a excuse me it's a irregular verb swing is actually irregular verb uh, swing swung 
So uh, the police and fire departments swung into action as soon as the news of the explosion reached them. So they immediately started. Okay, to start doing immediately means to swing into action. Swing into action. Um, and I've got three more words. Um, and this one is a noun. Uh, I have already used it today, though. It's an SKP, an SKP based on a verb to escape, an SKP, double E at the end. Uh, it's a person who has escaped from a place, like our our uh, uh, characters today. So they 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 are and they were SKPs, SKPs. So the next one to brush with the law. That's a verb, uh, but actually it's an expression. Brush with the law brush like brush teeth you know b-r-u-s-h brush so as long as you brush with the law it means that you've got experience of being in trouble with the police so please um like 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 what um back in the past um um, um dealing drug dealing right um uh, was illegal and it is still illegal in the u.s but as long as you talk about like wheat trading so and as long as if you if you if you were to uh, deal with the weed, so you would definitely brush with the law, you know. Um, sooner or later, yeah. And the last one is a, a ring leader. Uh, it's a compound noun. Compound means that it um, consists of two words: a ring, like ring, like ring, ring that an accessory word that people wear in their in their in their fingers ring and leader a leader like a band leader you know um, so a rank leader basically it's a leader of a group of people who are doing something harmful or illegal so that's all about um, um, ring leader being a ring leader so I've got all of these words for you all and now we're about to start the story escape from Alcatraz Escape from Alcatraz. On the night of 11th June 1962, uh, three hardened convicts broke out of a maximum security prison on Alcatraz Island and escaped in a boat they'd made from stolen raincoats. Officially, they were never seen or heard from again. However, many people, including the families of the three escapees, believed that they did get away that night and have lived for decades on the run. The ringleader was seasoned criminal, Frank Morris. Frank had been abandoned by his parents at the age of 11. By the age of 13, he had already racked up his first criminal conviction. Throughout his teens, he was arrested and charged on multiple occasions for armed robbery and drugs offenses. In and out of correctional facilities throughout his youth, Frank was serving a 10-year sentence for bank robbery at the time of the escape at the time of the escape. So Frank's accomplices were the accomplice and accomplice basically it's it's a person who 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 mm, you know who who is helping you somewhat. Okay. Uh, were the Anglin brothers, John and Clarence and Alan West. The Anglins came from a large family of seasonal agricultural workers who traveled up and down the country picking fruit and vegetables. Um, dirt poor, 
which means kind of you know severe poverty they had no money dirt poor the two brothers turned to crime at an early age first being caught for breaking into a service station at just 14. they started robbing banks and other businesses after their first brush with the law they were both sentenced to 35 years after being convicted for robbing the Columbia Savings Bank in Columbia, Alabama. After repeated escape attempts from Atlanta Penitentiary, which means prison penitentiary, the pair were transferred to Alcatraz in 1960. Alan West made up his last member uh, of the escape party, and the civil offender Allen had been arrested over 20 times before finally being imprisoned for car theft in 1955. Transferred from Atlanta Penitentiary to Florida State Prison, Allen made an unsuccessful escape attempt and wound up in Alcatraz in 1957. After they were all placed in, in, in uh, adjoining cells, adjoining means uh, their cells were placed very close to each other, to one another. So they were could they they could talk at night they ha and they, they hatched a plan to escape. Um, under the leadership of Morris, the four men planned to tunnel through the walls of their cells, build a raft, and escape uh, the island by sea. That was their plan. Again, to tunnel through the walls of their cells, build a raft, and escape the island by sea. Just a reminder: Alcatraz was considered like most guarded uh, penitentiary which means that it was it was believed uh, that that it was believed sort of uh, escape proof you know escape proof means so technically uh, it was built so that the, the the prisoners couldn't have escaped from it so after collecting discarded saw blades from the prison workshops and metal spoons from the dining hall, they crafted a drill from a vacuum cleaner motor. They used their um, improvised tools to begin widening their, uh, their holes around the ventilation ducts under the sinks in each of their cells. So I gotta say that um, each cell was equipped with a sink, sink just to wash hands, just to, you know, for all morning procedures that we all need to do, that we all do. So, and they, these guys, they um, begin uh, widening the holes around the ventilation ducts. Duct, it's like sort of a tube or pipe in a building that carries liquid or air to protect wires. Like air conditioning requires ventilating ducts. So, ventilation ducts under the sink in each of, uh, of a cells. Um, of their cells. So concealing their... So actually, it wasn't just a one-day plan. It wasn't just a one-day thing. Just you gotta you gotta bear it in mind. So it took up to seven months-ish uh, before they before uh, they managed to to break out. Um, and uh, well, the, while they were just you know um, like thoroughly and and it was basically a painstaking uh, work. So painstaking means that they were working slowly and gradually, you know, um, just um, uh, widening the holes that so that much that their body could fit the hole and they could just go through. Um, so and they while they were just doing that and they were working like during nights, they couldn't work, you know, during the daytime. And they were concealing their uh, handiwork from the guards with 
painted strips of cardboard. Cardboard is what we use when we buy, I don't know, whatever, like a TV or computer. So it, it's packed with a cardboard. So they were um, concealing, like hiding their handiwork. So to hide the noise, though, they made drilling through into the unguarded utility corridor behind their cells. Morris would play his accordion during music hour in, in the prison, an hour set aside each day for music to be piped into the prison as a method of calming the prisoners down. However, I gotta say, um, so right first days the Alcatraz was opened back in 1934, he was not allowed to play any music there. He was not even allowed, so like I would say, not only was the music allowed, not only was the music forbidden there, but also just regular talk, so prisoners couldn't talk to each other. And it, 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 would, it could, I don't know, um, drive them crazy, you know, and most of them, um, because of the silence that was, that was killing, they, most of them, um, like, not most, some of them, let's say, um, you know, must have lost their mind. And the, in fact, a bunch of prisoners um, committed suicide there. So um, until it got to, it got covered in local newspapers, and then um, the Alcatraz um, officials had to reorganize their roles. Well, um, yeah. So and they they were playing music to hide the noise. They were they they, they made drilling through the, into the unguarded. Um, so once they could fit through the holes, the men set up a makeshift workshop in the empty top level of the cell block. Here they met the raft they would use to escape, as well as the as a set of uh, life jackets. A life jacket is a jacket that's supposed to save you uh, if you happen to be in the open water like ocean. As you know, there is ocean, Pacific Ocean. So uh, the raft and the jackets were made from stolen and donated raincoats, carefully stitched together and sealed by melting the rubber on the on the hot pipes uh, in their workshop. So they, they they you know spent tons of hours um, just you know working. That's what this fact fascinates me. No matter that these guys uh, broke the law and uh, you know they they are they're not like exemplary, but you know, the fact that they were ready to do everything by all means just to get away, that fascinates me. When it came to covering up the absence when they were in the workshop, oh, um, there was a verb, uh, phrasal verb, to cover up, which basically means to stop people discovering the truth about something bad. So and I, I, I failed to put it in our list. I'm sorry for that. So when it came to covering their absence when they were in the workshop, uh, the men ingeniously constructed paper mache versions of their hats from soap, dust, toilet paper, and toothpaste. The hats were made to look realistic with paint from the maintenance workshop and real human hair collected from the floor of the, of the prison barbershop. Wow. And there was a word which I used, ingeniously. Ingeniously means that it's something, you know, it's something um, intelligent, something very skillful. So either made or planned, it doesn't matter. So, and I think, yeah, these guys, you know, yeah, they, 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 seems to me that they deserve, you know, just to get away. I don't know. 
Anyway, they were placed on the prisoners' pillows while clothes and towels were stuffed under their blankets in the shape of, of their bodies. Any guard looking in, uh, like, looking in their cells would see them sound asleep. Uh, to, 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 to sound asleep means to sleep like a baby in their beds. So what in fact they were up on the top level building and it like making their plan to plans to get away. Finally, uh, on the night of, of 11th June 1962, the raft was ready and it was time to initiate the plan. West's hopes of escaping were quickly scuppered when he realized the cement he'd used to reinforce the concrete the concrete around the wind had hardened preventing him from getting through the hole he'd made. By the time uh, he'd managed to widen the hole again, his accomplices had gone. He went back to he went back to bed. Meanwhile, Frank and the two Anglin brothers made their escape up a ventilation shaft to the roof of a prison. The escape was nearly foiled when they made a loud noise breaking out of the shaft. What's a shaft though? It's a, it's a, a long either vertical or sloping passage through a building or through the ground so that's a shaft um, yeah and they made a loud noise breaking out of the shaft but luckily the guards who heard it decided not to investigate so with the coast clear the free men used kitchen pipes to descend 50 feet uh, to the ground and climbed over two 12 foot barbed wire so barbed wire, uh, it's a type of strong wire with sharp points on it, used to prevent people or animals from entering or leaving place. Okay, that's a, uh, again, um, barbed uh, wire. They headed to a shore on the northeast part of the island where searchlights could not pick them out. They, in they inflated the raft using a modified concertina stolen from an inmate and at about 10 o'clock they pushed off and had it in a direction of nearby Angel Island. Officially, at least they were never seen again. The alarm wasn't raised until the following morning when guards failed to roast their free prisoners and enter their cells to discover the dummy hats. Just imagine that, you know. A huge search operation swung into action, evolving, involving both civilian law enforcement and the military. The land, air and sea surrounding Alcatraz Island and beyond were extensively searched over the next 10 days. The Coast Guard reported finding one of the prisoners' paddles on 14th June uh, off the south coast of Angel Island. Angel Island basically it's island um, next to uh, uh, Alcatraz, the Alcatraz Island. Um, so, and workers found a wallet containing details of the Anglin, Anglins the same day. Six days later, shredded rubber believed to be from the prisoner's raft uh, was washed up on the shore near the Golden Gate Bridge. The following day, a deflated life jacket was picked up by a prison boat floating 50 yards from Alcatraz Island. These scattered remnants were all that was ever recovered um, of the men and the tools they'd used to escape. Despite nobody's being found, the FBI quickly concluded that the free prisoners had drowned. So that's the story of um, initially free, uh, not initially four, eventually free. SKPs uh, from Alcatraz uh, but despite 
mentioning them despite talking about them i'm not encouraging and not i'm not about that uh, i'm not standing for the fact that people should escape from the penitentiaries like alcatraz and you name it actually not my point is completely completely different um what i what fascinates me is that and what what really um shocked me while i was there in alcatraz as a tourist it's that desperate desire of being free you know um just imagine you are just imagine though their uh, sort of uh, circumstances they were um they were so that was that's an island right which about two ish miles away from from the land um there is pacific ocean around you um you are in most guarded prison of the u.s and probably in the world um it's a maximum security prison and they, there are a lot of guards watching you and given that you still these guys still prove that it's possible to get to the freedom like i used the expression in one of my previous podcasts like in war all means are good so yeah and here they you know just imagine how creative these guys that these guys must have been you know they they um they um used a, a fan right um and they like rebuilt and they reconstructed and they used it as a drill to because the, the walls are sort of a concrete walls it's not actually easy uh you know just to just to make a tunnel to make a hole and even a tunnel not to mention a tunnel like just to so that you your body you know it's a it's a uh, a regular adult body uh, to fit so it's 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 hard but still it proves that as long as you want it as desperately as these guys did you can achieve anything i bet that all our dreams are much much easier to achieve than than you know getting away from alcatraz um so yeah that's my point uh and now it's it's just the beginning of 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 and starting of 2024 uh and i i wish you all guys i wish you all my listeners um be as determined as these guys were and just bear in mind that the sky is the limit and you can achieve whatever you want honestly whatever even though I'm, i i i know that i all my words sound banal but still like like the saying goes old by gold right so that these old words and they they make huge sense they make huge difference that uh, as long as you are desperate to your goal you're gonna achieve it for 100 percent. so that's been mumble podcast it's me delgad thank you very much see you soon bye